Welcome everyone to the Freddie and Alyssa show. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook, be sure to like and follow. And if you're listening on a platform like iTunes and you want to leave a five-star review, if you think we deserve it, that would be amazing. We've been putting out content now for a little over three years. We're having a blast and we appreciate you all so, so much for coming along this journey with us. So thank you for being here. We've got a very fun episode today. Yes, we do. So we're going to hop into that. We're going to do a Q&A, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> and I know you have the questions. We thought this would be a really fun episode. Um, so I'm really, really excited to to hop into uh, to those questions. And we're always looking for ways for the audience to get to know us on a deeper level. And you and I will forget because we know each other so well. Right. We've had the discussions and there's times that we forget. So some of these quizzes or these tests allow us to open up with each other and um, also share stories with all of you because it triggers things. We're of like, course. oh yeah, we should, we should talk about that. And I also want to uh, take a second to shout out our sponsor. Now, should I sing? Let me do it. <laughs> Faraday, why don't you come on over, Faraday? You know, we did hear from the brand and they didn't say anything about my singing. So I'm going to keep the singing in there because it's just catchy. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you, Faraday, for uh, for sponsoring the podcast. We are obsessed with your brand, high quality clothing, men and women. Uh, you can go to FaradayBrand.com forward slash Freddie Alyssa and use Freddie Alyssa at checkout for 25% off. But check out their women's line, their men's line, just high quality, amazing and not only do they have men's and women's wear, they have blankets. Blankets! And they are really cool. They are so cool. High quality, cozy, perfect, because it's so chilly right now. And I know everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, it's not cold by you. It's cold, and these blankets are perfect. Yeah, so they have a lot of cool designs, and you can check those out. Um, but uh, we, we just really appreciate them. What a great, solid company, and we always appreciate partnering with really good brands. So if you're looking for some men's wear, women's wear, some blankets, some accessories, go to Faraday Brand dot com forward slash Freddie Alyssa and use code Freddie Alyssa for 25% off at checkout. So thank you, Faraday. We appreciate you very much. And now, babe, I want to hop into this Q&A. Oh, yeah. And you haven't read all the questions or you have? No. So I did a very quick brief skim and I just wanted to double check and make sure that the questions were good. But I also just wanted to make sure that... Um, I didn't read all of them because sometimes if I read all of them, I don't think it's fair if I'm going to answer and I don't, and I know all the questions, you know, so I did mm -hmm. a brief skim and it's cool because they have um, fun questions to ask on a date, questions about media and culture, personality and fun facts. So let's kind of start and see where the wind blows us. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So our very first Q&A is Mr. and Mrs. Smith, hubby and wife. Let's kick it off with, if you had one day left to live, what would you do? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> one day left yeah. to live? Yeah. Well, you know, the, um, I, th I think in this particular situation, if I woke up at 8 a.m. tomorrow and I got a message that goes, you have 24 hours left, I would go to the airport and fly to Ohio. We would probably have your parents drive from New Jersey so we'd get the entire family together yep. and um, we would order every kind of food known to mankind. We would get a <laughs> bunch of booze and we would party our faces off with those that we love, friends, family, and just spend it in the freezing cold Ohio. But I'm with everyone I love with a full belly and a buzz, so I am good to go. I love that. I feel mine would be similar except I would say to everyone, hey, Everyone I love, all my family, friends, you're all coming here. Everyone get to Orlando and everyone would come to this beautiful, amazing place called Disney World and we would all go and we would drink around the world in Epcot and then I would go to Magic Kingdom and I guess they have this secret suite up in the actual um, castle in, in the actual Magic Kingdom where you can stay overnight, but they only give it to really like special or I would assume um, well-off individuals who can pay to stay in the park overnight. Huh. So they'll do from time to time these like really big giveaways and families can win a time to stay in the suite. So you're staying in the actual castle. And I would go to them, hey, this is my one wish. Can I stay? And I'd have everyone stay in that really cool suite and lots of food 
lots of drinks. Well, it's, it's interesting when you break it down to if you just had one day left, it shows you what's important. Mm -hmm. And But then you think, well, you should live every day like it's your last, but yet you don't spend time doing that stuff because you can't. Right. Like you can't eat and drink every day. You can't just travel or you can't just get all your friends and family. Like everyone has their life. Sure. So it's kind of interesting how we all have our own lives and you kind of put off what everyone would choose as their last day. And huh. we don't do it enough. But I mean, I guess that's why too people do plan, especially families, vacations together in times when everyone can just unwind and be together. Because I think one of our biggest issues when we used to travel home for the holidays was that when we were going to their territory, everyone there was still like working. When people come to LA, we're still working. So when you meet up in a different secluded place where you both are coming. And not working. And not working, that everyone can truly just enjoy and have fun. Well, everyone's living out of their suitcase. Mm -hmm. It's different. If you come into our hood, it's like, oh, we've got laundry. We have to go grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. We have this bill that needs to be paid. It's like, no, for 10 days, we're all going to live out of a suitcase yeah. in an area we've never been before and just go explore together. Yep. So it's it's cool, but um, I just think it'd be really nice to get everyone together yeah. again. Eventually, soon. You know Eventually, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> all right. That, well, that was a fun start, wouldn't mm -hmm. you say? Number two. Okay. What phone apps are you obsessed with? Um, my, uh, my phone apps, my favorite phone apps, um, I've got Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Cameo. Shout out Cameo. If you want to shout out video, look us up on Cameo. Um, Twitter. Then I have my YouTube studio, which is all the back office from like the analytics of, of our YouTube uh, page. Then we've got Facebook ads, the app. This is all on my homepage, by the way. <laughs> so the Facebook ads are ads that we run to attract a bigger audience. And then TikTok, which I've been spending so much time on. Then we've got our community app, which uh -huh. is the app where we have our phone number. If you want to shoot us a text, we'll put that up there. Um, then I got my news app, my weather app, my two banking apps, my two emails, notes, my pedometer or pedometer, pedometer, uh, where I do my 10,000 steps. And then I've got lose it, mm -hmm. which I'm keeping track of calories. And then cluster, which is because my cousin doesn't use Instagram really to post um, my nieces. So oh, I go to Cluster to see all of that stuff because it's right. private with family. And that's my home screen. And that just at the very top is the calendar, photos, camera, and calculator because those are my favorites. I always thought it would be a lot of fun for us to sit and go through in a video, like maybe for YouTube, and show our actual phones and what we do and break it down. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like on my phone, I'm crazy with organization and I have all these different folders for you know like my fashion stuff and for my editing and entertainment and lifestyle meditation delivery I, I mean it's great for business it goes on and on and on but I really do love of course all of the main social media ones but I also love checking my um my daily horoscope every day oh, yeah. on astrology zone very important and Time Hop is a really fun app because it will show you what you were doing, um, you know, five years ago today. So it kind of shows you, ooh, look how far I've come, or oh, I remember when I did that, and it just kind of brings in a different energy, and it's it's a lot of fun. I love that. And then all of my editing apps, which, oh my god, there's so many. They're the best. There, I literally have an app called Retouch, and if you have a photo that you want something out of the back, you just put your finger over it and click retouch and it removes it. How does it know how to put the background? It I must don't... just blur what's next to it yeah. into like a sandwich that gets rid of it. Yeah, because this one's really good. There obviously are actual programs you can use on your laptop or desktop to be able to do that, but it takes a little bit more time. This is so easy. Just put your phone or your finger on and it's gone. Well, because most of the time when you look at your Instagram, a lot of the times we're lucky and we'll be able to shoot with no one in the background. Mm -hmm. But there's something about the illusion that you're alone that makes for a better picture. Like having people in the background walking yep. takes away from whatever that Instagram aesthetic is. Yeah. And you know, it's funny you bring that up. When we were in D.C. for um, that event... We took some pictures in front of the hotel, but there were so many people behind us, and I ended up using this, and I was able to crop people out. Was it the couple that was talking to us? 
No, that was in um, uh, New Orleans. Oh, okay. Remember that? Yeah. And you were so upset that I was, I kept turning around. <laughs> well, there's times that I get really concerned because I've never been, uh, like I've directed like a couple things that we've done, but to, like I get into this mode when there's something I know I want and uh-huh. it's a one in a million thing. Like we'll be sitting there and I'm trying all these different shots. I'm like, this sucks. It's average. It's normal. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, this is the shot. And if someone's in my way or someone, like the wind's blowing your hair the perfect way, I just get like emotional and yeah. I'm like that director yeah. that people talk about but I bet you that's how people are on set like you have to learn patience because yeah. there's times that I want we were at another hotel and I remember this guy you know I, we, we I think I've told the story before where you were sitting there and like he was looking at the menu and I'm like you clearly see I'm taking a photo like just move just move just and move I was literally like excuse shot. me I was like can you move and like I didn't mean to be rude but yeah. I was so blown away it was like when someone comes to the stall next to you or the <laughs> treadmill next to you I'm like Unless he was in his own world. But which I wasn't very rude. Well I was just like, hey, be. do you mind moving? Which is rude in itself, but I was polite by asking. But unless you're on the other end of the camera and have experience, you don't truly understand like getting that shot. Even when we were shooting um, after our wedding, there was this amazing wind that was taking place and it was getting my veil just so. And our photographer was just like, oh my gosh, stay right there. Let me make sure I got it. And she goes, got it. And we we all understood. We knew. We're like, yeah. we need this shot. The wind's only going at this certain time in, in the world to make it just that perfect shot. And she got it. Yeah. Because you, you want to try to evoke some sort of emotion with the photo. Yeah. And there's a lot that goes into that. But it's, but it's I guess when it's your work, you're, you know, it's kind of like the feeling you get if, when I was a server and it's 9.58 mm-hmm. and a table of seven comes in. You're like, we were going to close in two minutes. Like, everything's clean. <laughs> like, or if on, you're just guys. trying to get something done or it's something, it's like, it's like we're paid to do this and, mm-hmm. and that you just have to put in more time. But there's certain moments with certain light and certain wind and certain accidents that you go, there's only one moment yep. to get this and the moment will pass. And then yeah. you have a subpar product. So you know when you put it out, you're like, that wasn't as good as I knew it could have been. Mm-hmm. Then you feel like a failure. <laughs> so I'm very adamant when we go and take our shots. I'm like, well, and there's so much be. that goes into it. Cause not only on the director's side of getting the lighting and, you know, just the perfect shot, but on my end too, I'm thinking about all of that. But then I'm like, okay, now I need to make sure I have the right expression on my face that my body is posed in the correct way. Like the, all these little things go into it. And so for me, when I go through it, I know you always get so irritated. You're like, babe, you're going through all those pictures, but I need all those pictures because I know what I'm looking for when I pick photos. And Everything else can look great, but if the product or whatever it might be just doesn't look as good, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot that goes into getting a picture you don't realize. Yeah, and the way that we do it, uh, there's only one other person who I've ever taken photos with. Um, oh, man, they were badass photos, too. I was just new on the scene in 90210, with- and I went out with this guy, and he was just rogue. Like I've never because most most photo shoots, um, our wedding, um, she did she was rogue. Yeah. But most photo shoots I have, there's like I don't even know what you call them, but there's like someone holding like the a light. white balance or something, yeah. and there's there's like all all this checking and all this this you know this stuff and pose and moments and and um, this other guy just took a camera and went out with me and we just took pictures in moments, and that's how we shoot where yeah. I don't have any. Um, training on a on a camera mm-hmm. everything's auto but i rely on the moment to to uh to, to be captured because right. if, if it's the most professional eight thousand dollar camera with a seven hundred dollar an hour person and it's the perfect shot but the emotion's not there the background's not there and the yeah. emotion's not there aesthetically it's perfect but it's missing the soul yep i feel we know how to capture the soul and then filters and apps can fix yes. the, because we, we take amazing photos and it's a stock camera mm-hmm. and I have no idea what shutter is or balance or color. Like I know nothing but the stock photo and we rely solely on capturing moments at certain angles yeah. and then rely on that. So I don't know why I've never put in the time like these professionals because they take great shots. Yep. But we kind of just do this rogue thing like that guy did with me back in the day and it was some of my favorite pictures I ever got. But that's with you too. You love those actual real moments. Like when we're shooting, you'll do certain things or whatever it is that we're doing, we try and capture that. Those are things that we learned over time, but we started really taking it serious in Mexico. 
in yeah. Playa del Carmen. Yeah, that was on that wedding trip. We 20, went on. February of 2018. Wow, that's three so, years that ago. Three years ago, <gasps> where we really started. That was enjoying the art of it, where it wasn't just mm-hmm. go take a picture. We were like, wait a minute, your dress is blowing in the wind, or go sit next to these bikes, or, huh? We just kind of figured it out. Yeah. Because we watched people on Instagram and go, this looks cool, and then we tried to. And what's crazy is I had gotten my first brand deal back then, and it was with Johnny Walker, and we're like, how cool that we can go to Mexico and shoot on the beach. Now, this was our first time doing a brand deal, so we weren't looking at all the little specs and requirements. And remember, we bought those small Shooters. shooters, the Johnny Walker, and we took these badass cool photos and then i sent them in they go no they want the 750 milliliter bottle as it says in the instructions so all the photos that we took in mexico to promote their brand it was the wrong size bottle yes remember that so we had to just take normal ones back at our apartment in pasadena yep but i think we even uh set dress the bedroom for it was valentine's day and remember we had the chocolates we were on the bed with the balloons and the johnny walker so they turned out really cute but all those pictures, we couldn't use any of them. But now we know. You have to you read know? the fine detail, yeah. Practice makes perfect. Now we know. That was that was a really big brand, and um, I get it, but there's still brands that we work with that are so specific that I'm just like, you get you, like, there's no need. No. Like, they're very, very adamant about, use this hashtag, it's got to be like this, it's got to be like this. I was like, most people, it's all brand awareness. Mm-hmm. People are going to flick through your Instagram stories. Some are going to click. Most are just going to see the brand and go, ooh, Burger King. And they might go to Burger King in three weeks because they saw it. Sure. But, but to have the – it's this hashtag. It's got to be this whole thing. It's just like give the creators the control yeah. considering this is what we do. Yeah. And yeah. we'll incorporate your brand the way we think our audience would accept it the best. Yep. And if, if people buy it, they do. If not, it's free brand awareness. Yep. And also, too, for the creators, we know what our audience is going to like and what's going to feel good and how to reach them in an organic matter. Yeah. They, they don't really know that. And I understand, too, following along with hashtags that they're building a campaign around it. But some are really strict. And it's just like, let the creator do their thing and yeah. get the message across. So, But that was a fun learning experience. Yeah. You know? It's we, a cool world. It's a definitely a mm-hmm. cool world. And... Um, and yet again, it's like once everything opens back up, it's like it's going to be nice to like go do things and grab amazing shots. I know. And we can still do that, but we it's different now because I'm even going – there's this uh, place called Wall Crawl here. And it's all these different sets that you can go shoot at. And it's so crazy. Funny enough, we partnered up um, with the makeup artist and the photographer from our wedding because we all hit it off so well. So we're all going to do a collab. And we're going to go there, but I was reading all the fine print for this place, and you have to set it up by appointment. So we're going from, like, say, 1 to 2 p.m., but they wanted to make sure that when you're there, you have your mask on, and then whoever is being shot, they can take it down at the first set, get their pictures, put it back on, go to the next set, take it. You know, there's so much that goes into it now because of the masks. It's an added stress. What, what are some of the, the backgrounds? Well, they're all different. So they're just different sets. They have some really cool, um, there's kind of like this movie theater one and then like this candy one. They're just really cool and girly and fun and bold. And I was just like, how fun to make some different looks and, and shoot. So you essentially will put on an outfit. You'll go sit in a fake bathtub with a beautifully set thing that's as big as like a closet. And then you'll take yeah. a picture and be able to post it on Instagram, move yeah. to the next set, which is like a movie theater. And yep. it's like Candyland. And then yep. it's, so you can take all these pictures, get a few looks, and then space them out on your Instagram. Yeah. And I always thought it would be cool to go do that. But, you know, a lot of these shots that we do, like ourselves, I just do a little makeup. Like, I'm not the greatest at makeup. I mean, I can put on some eyeliner and eyelashes, but, like, I mean the, like, smoky eye and the eyeshadow and the contour. I don't know how to do all that. But this makeup artist does, so it'll be fun to do actual, you know, real photos that are lifestyle and fun, but actually done up yeah you know <laughs> well that's what's really neat too is is being able to find people and we had a gentleman um hector 
who was amazing um, photographer in LA that we're always going to remember because one day there's going to be something big that happens and he's going to be one of the people on the team that we reach out to to see if he wants the job because he was so gracious with his time is, is finding, I always tell inspiring actors this, if you're living in a small town, build an Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, but ask around who does lighting, who does audio, who does directing, who has the camera equipment, who are the actors, who are the writers, and you should all work for free Mm -hmm. to put something out and tag your name. So people go, who directed this? Who did the makeup? Who did the hair? Who's this actor? Who's this writer? And you all help each other. So you are the talent in this that's working for free. The photographer, Victoria, is working for free. And Liz, the makeup artist, is working for free. But you three collabing, and when your photo comes out on Instagram, people are going to go, when you're going to see her credit, photo by Victoria, makeup by Liz. Now they're getting exposure for free to spend an hour of their time. And now you three are all helping each other with that exposure. And that's the beautiful thing. And that's why I've, I've always had this deep want when it comes to making films People should work for free. I know. Because you're going to get the exposure that's going to give you the job. Sometimes the crew, not so much. But if everyone worked for free, you could put something out. Because it's not about making money up top. It's about making a name for yourself so that people with money will hire you next. Yes. Well, and it was really cool, too, because on the uh, photographer as well as makeup artist, and they get to use these photos for you know lookbooks for their instagram to continue to promote their business but i i love too that they're both so down for both of the ladies for like TikToks, like they're just wonderful and they get it they understand like hey this is the new way of the world like we got to feed the machine with content and we all yeah. are partnering up so i'm just really stoked i think it's going to be a lot of fun and you know we'll get some really cool shots yeah i'm excited to see Ultimately. it we'll do a little behind the scenes well, are you ready for your next question, sir? Yes. So the next question is, where was our first date? Well, our first like pick you up, open your door, bring you to a fancy restaurant. I'm actually not sure. The first thing that came to mind was there was just a day that I came over to your apartment and we climbed up on the roof. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was talking about in our vows. Yeah. Where we were just looking up at the clouds on the roof. I think we were drinking. We were. <laughs> and uh, climbing up on the roof. We were drinking the Smirnoff vodka. Yeah. <laughs> Raspberry. And just being like, what did you, oh, there's a dog, there's a dolphin, and, and whatever. And then there was this bar, um, not Buffalo Wild Wings, Big Wings. Big Wings. Big Wings. Oh, I loved Big Wings. That is so good. Yeah, anyone who's in NoHo or anywhere in Hollywood, big, in Hollywood. maybe Big Wings is somewhere else too, but they, it's like a bar, uh-huh. like a bar, like uh-huh. beer. And we walked from your apartment, mm-hmm. buzzed, and I was giving you a piggyback ride, and this uh-huh. is before we got together or anything. Yeah. And um, why didn't you have your ID? Like you had lost it or misplaced it. So you didn't have your ID, yeah. but we were 20, we were 20, 22, 23. Yeah. So I had mine on me, but the, but the bouncer was like, if you don't have an ID, you can't go in. And we're like, she's 22. Like, we're good. Here's my ID. And he's like, he goes, all right, I'll let you in. He's like, but I'm going to sit here where I can watch you, but she can't drink. <gasps> and I said, all right, that's fair. So we were sitting there, we were eating. I had this tall beer and then I snuck you the beer and you sipped it. And he <laughs> walks over and goes, really? Really? And he kicks us out of the bar. I forgot about that. Yeah. So here we were. He was letting us in. And we kids. Oh, my gosh. And so we ended up going home that night. One of our friends had a huge house party at the Northridge house. Was that the same night? That Nate drove us home? Yes. He was dressed up. What was he dressed up as? Well, before we get there, so... (laughs) Whatever, that was like probably around six or seven. Uh And then we hung out. We got ready. And back in our early 20s during our Hollywood party years, we would, um, the party didn't start till like 11, 12 o'clock. Crazy. So we would almost like have, there was even times that you would take a nap from Uh like six to eight, wake up from eight to 11, everyone would be at your place. We would all pregame. Yeah. And then we'd have one person who was a DD and would drive to the party. And we went to the, we would go to the party and it would be from like midnight till two, three in the morning. But then we had no way home because whoever dropped us off. Do you remember how we got there? 
Whoever brought us, I think, left early. And I think we were like, oh, yeah, well, we'll make sure that we get a ride home. Worst case scenario, take a cab. And our good friend, Nate. (laughs) He was wearing a one-piece nude suit that had a flower over his... uh, over his junk, uh, but it was the outfit, like yeah. not a real flower. But he was like, he was just in a. Why was he wearing that? And this was in May. It wasn't like it was October and it was a Halloween no, party. No, he just wore it. <laughs> he was just driving us home, and you and I were both in the back, so it was very um, like cab like. <laughs> like we weren't sitting up there with him. No, <laughs> he was dressed in this costume, and it was just so hysterical. Like just so Nate. It was so much fun. Oh my god! Yeah, just the. Uh... Yeah, that that was. I mean, that was like the first night of of what started everything for us. But yeah. um, well, and then the next morning, you brought me out to Patty's, the breakfast place we would always go mm-hmm. to. So, I mean, I guess traditionally that could have been the first sit down date, like a breakfast. I just remember that, and I remember. It's funny little things you remember. I remember you wearing this um, black pea coat. Do you remember that you'd used to wear that? For like two years, he had a black pea coat. That was the night, day after. Uh huh. It was in May. I don't know. You were wearing it. Really? Yeah. I, I just remember that, and I was like, he looks so cute. In this. So I stayed the night at your house. Uh huh. And then we woke up and went to Patty's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went to Patty's. There was like the building that I lived in, that you moved into, was right between. It was for anyone who lives in California, um, Toluca Lake. And it was right, the building was smack dab between Patty's Diner for breakfast and Bob's Big Boy. And I think you probably know Bob's Big Boy. That's been around, you know, and they have these big car shows on Friday. But anytime we would Uber home or taxi home or get dropped off at home, our house would be the place because we could walk down the alley and go eat at like two, three, four in the morning at Bob's Big Boy. Yep. And then we would all come back, everyone would crash, and then the next morning we'd wake up and go to Patty's. (laughs) And then we'd end up going to your place for the pool because it was like the cooler mm-hmm. place. But but I, I think it's a, a different – I just don't know how to explain young Hollywood because that was our college. And I don't know if we weren't actors in Hollywood. I have nothing to compare what it would be like of meeting people, dating people, taking them out. We were just in this audition – you're working, you're not working, your friends are, are gone for four months in Texas shooting a TV show, mm-hmm. then they come back, they don't work for nine months. And so everyone like on a Wednesday would be like, you want to go to Vegas? I got no auditions. And it, it's just this weird, so there's no traditional, like I just got done with work, you got done with work, I'm going to go pick you up at the apartment that you that you own. It's just <laughs> a bunch of actor kids, just Hollywood rats running around <laughs> partying no alarm clock and the only thing that matters is those two auditions a week and then people got their shit together when they worked on a show yeah because i remember when i got 90210 everyone partied that night and And i was like i had my first i had to yeah so you have you're like i can't stay out so i remember but i remember going out till like 11 p.m that night and everyone else that would be the day three yeah at least you went home though yeah I i was really really good at that but um but yeah, that's all we that's all we did. It, it was a it was a um, a really cool time in your life. It's just a bunch of friends with huge ambitions, and you're all just like working out and you're drinking and going to the beach and parties and clubs and meeting other people and and then then you have to grow up at some point. But I do think too another reason it was so special was the fact there was no social media back then. Everyone truly was living in the moment. If you were going to a party, it was about seeing your friends, you know, who was there that you could sit and talk to and you're excited to see. I mean, I can only imagine what parties are like for young kids these days. Well, Maybe the, the, the hype ones, not not the hype house, but I mean, like, it's it's got to be like the, the people who had the popularity was the owners mm-hmm. of the house. Yeah. Like Thompson yeah. was the guy with... A million followers. Do you remember? If he would have really had a social media because he had the clout that it was his house and celebrities would go to his house. Yeah. And miles, miles. Yeah. Like they were the ones that you're like, oh my God. So I can only imagine today it's the ones who are A, hosting the party 
but it's like the cloud of all these followers, which is driving all these kids insane. Yep. But for us, it was that normal hierarchy of of who was the cool person who had a house with cool friends, yep. and all these celebrities were showing up, and then we would go, and you would bring a date. There was nothing. It was like, it was the best feeling ever to bring a date who's not in the scene to that party. Oh my gosh. And you bring a date and you're just like, oh, these are my friends. And then they're walking around. They're like, everyone here knows you. Everyone here is on television and is famous. It was a sick house. And they're like, wait, what? And you instantly get all that clout. Yeah. And it was just like this weird thing, but that's what we cared about back then because that's the equity you had when you didn't have any money or reputation. It was just the company you kept. Yep. Do you remember too that in that house there was this um, like old, say it was like a potato chip machine and he had, he replaced it with cigarettes and joints (laughs) and he would sell them in his house at these parties. Oh yeah, a a vending machine. A vending machine, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, I guess they took everything out of it and put in their own, um, their own items. (laughs) Yeah, well it was back before it was legal too. Really? Yeah, you couldn't smoke weed. Maybe medicinally, but you couldn't. It didn't become legal until like 16 or something. In oh, shoot. Maybe even later. They just, they had everything. They thought of everything. And it was just, it was a really cool time, though, just to really live in the moment. But it's it's weird, though, that you never, I, heard, I saw someone on TikTok say this, you never, you're never aware you're in the good old days until they're gone. Yeah. Because you just thought that that was, um, and there was a lot of bad stuff that happened, you know? And I think you forget that. I think there sure. were, there was just like these highs that we had during those moments that overtake just how bad times were too. Like there was a lot of bad stuff that went down, but it was just this pre-social media, last of its kind, final boarding to <laughs> a crazy Hollywood life. And we have no pictures no videos, oh, no. nothing, which is sad, but also amazing. Yeah. Because we never have to worry about that garbage. <laughs> God knows the, the garbage um, that would be out there from just crazy nights. But we, yeah, we, we knew every, um, we knew every party kid. We knew every in and out of any club, like yeah. the hottest clubs. There's no waiting in line. There was, there was just enough people and yet again, it was the company you kept. So back in the day, I'm sure it's the same. If you were a guy, you needed to be with like four girls to get in. Yeah. Or you had to be famous. So it was always like interesting when like a dude would show up with his six homies, but he's on TV. So yep. like right on in. Yeah. Or you had to be a guy with four girls because the ratio they wanted in the club. But we ended up becoming friends with the two biggest promoters mm-hmm. in Hollywood. And we would go three times a week and we would always bring show girls. Up. So you would have, like, all, I mean, the whole crew. So it was oh, my gosh, all, It was yeah. just me and a few other guys, and then it was all you girls. Which is why they always let you in. I remember before, like, when I first met you, we went to, I think it was the library. Is that the, was that the name of a club off of Hollywood Boulevard? I think it was called Library. <laughs> I don't think Library. <laughs> no, it's not it's called. I, just I think remember. that's something in Orlando, actually. Really? Library, yeah. Well, there was a club that there was a literal library inside of it so i forget what it was called but it was with you and we were with two other guy friends and it was like one of the first times supper club supper really i think so it was supper club that was i'm thinking of something different then it was like that movie theater entrance it was like a that i do remember supper club it was way bigger but there's another one that there was an actual library in there but i remember we went and it was probably one of the first times i was hanging out with you um, and it was before we all like really got to know one another. And I saw the club promoter cause I'd been going out for a while and I was like, please just let my boys in. Like all of my girls are in there. Don't worry. And I remember we were really like, please, please, please. Cause it, ne- it they- was me and Jack. Uh-huh. Just us two and uh-huh. you. Where the hell were we? What were we doing? <laughs> but knows? he did let us in. He and we did let us in. We weren't even on dress code no. or anything. And I was so shocked and I was just like, wow, that was really cool. But then we continued to build the relationship with the promoter and, Yes. You know, it all worked out. But I just remember thinking, whoa, to for two to one ratio, it's like unheard of. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there was a there was a lot of a lot of different clubs. I remember there was um I think it was called Truesdale. Was that across from Boa Steakhouse? Truesdale. I we went there a lot. Truesdale and then Supper Club and then there was um Le Doux and there was Guys and Dolls. Guys and there Dolls. There was the club True. 
True was big. We went to a lot in True. Yeah. True was was back when um was when I actually for the first True. time started booking uh-huh. and there were parties there. Yep. From like my publicist would give me because I was on 90210. Yep. And um, I went to you with one or I went with you to one at True. It was just the two of us. Yeah. And that's where we went with Cherie and Jeremy. Yeah. Remember, she, we got her so hammered. My cousin Cherie like drinks twice a year, if that. <laughs> and um, and we had uh, we were at a table. Yeah. And we were drinking out of the bottle and had lightsabers. Lightsabers. We brought them home. So messed up. It was so fun, though. I feel like that was the last club we ever went to. I don't think we ever went to one after that. No, no. We had um, guys and dolls. I do remember one other story that um, I don't know why we're telling all these like we were hammered stories, <laughs> but hey, um, there was a time that because when you're young, you just don't understand. Like when you're an adult, you're like, okay, I can have two drinks if I have something to do tomorrow. Right. If I'm going to you know, like you understand the the pedigree of what you're drinking when you're a kid. You can start off with whiskey, fireballs, you can do um, beer, and then you're drinking straight vodka, and it's like all this. You just mix. I remember being so hammered one night. We were all leaving the club, and I couldn't even stand. Oh, no. And it was at Guys and Dolls, and you tried to, like, help me. And you pulled me down And I was falling, and I grabbed onto you, and we fell through one of the tables. (gasps) I was so mad and embarrassed. And I think <laughs> I woke. I think I woke me. up and got, I woke. I got up and I was like, "What, what babe, Alyssa?" <laughs> you did. I remember that. And I was know, so mad. And you know, everything that happened at Guys and Dolls. I don't know if this is bad, um, but we did it. Um, when I pretended to be your gay best friend. Oh yeah, we ran around to all the different tables. To all these high rollers, <laughs> so that we could get free drinks. drinks. I, I would. I was like pretending to be your gay friend, yeah. so all these dudes yeah. who had money. We're buying you and your you, gay best friend yeah. drinks. So we were drinking for free. Oh my gosh. And this was all when we were friends, ladies and gentlemen. These were like, the makings is... of a long like relationship long term. Because yeah. we felt such a fun foundation as friends. But it was like all these charades and, and the and the I mean, I don't even know like the stories continue. I mean oh, they're just the yeah. charades, but this was every day for all of 2010, 2011. And even during when I was working on days, I was still young enough mm-hmm. that, and I remember talking to some of the vets who were on days, like without mentioning their names, because I don't know if they wanted to say that in public, but there are some people that back in their 20s would go out till three in the morning partying. And this is when mm-hmm. they were making big money on days back in the day. And they would show up to work on two, three hours of sleep only. Oof. And and it's like, I would do that. Mm-hmm. I remember I was still able to come home, I'd be like, I'm memorizing my lines, and then we'd all go out. Gosh. And you'd come home at two in the morning, like drunk. And then you'd fall asleep, wake up to your alarm at six, Ugh. you'd shave, grab a cup of coffee, smoke a cigarette on the way to work, get to work, be like, hey guys, and just, we're just perky. And like now I'd have to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like I need eight sober hours of sleep if I was ever gonna try to do any sort of acting. What is that? I don't know, age, baby. But it is so crazy because I remember we'd be on the balcony going over my lines and then I would wake up the next morning, like four hours of sleep and I'd go to work and just like, I was great. There was one night that you and I, right when we first got together, we were just having the best night ever and we were up talking so late. I'm not kidding. We probably got like two hours of sleep and we both went to work the next day and I just, I remember I was like tired and stuff, but I just couldn't, like I could never do anything on two hours of sleep now, let alone go perform or work or, I could never. That was when Mio, when you lived at our place, we had the window open, we had vodka and a pack of cigarettes and we sat in the bedroom and and talked till seven in the morning (laughs) and I had a 10 o'clock call time and we drank and smoked and talked and talked. And that was when we first started dating. So we were like really just in that like crazy obsessed mode. Yes. Where you would do that. And I remember texting you that day and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a little tired today. But I mean, I'm not kidding. I could not do anything with two hours of sleep ever no. today. Like I could never. No. Not function, let alone go function in society. Yeah. Like it's insane what happens when you get a little bit older. I mean, we're not even that much older. 
you, there, there are people that I've talked to at work too who, who go um, and they're they're older and they were saying that we've had these discussions where back in the day you could drink like really drink yeah and still wake up at four at four hours and then you get to an age where you can have some wine mm-hmm. and you'll be fine then you get to like 30 and you can't have alcohol the day before work no you'll feel like shit yeah and then this this uh, one actress on days yet again I won't name people because I don't know what if they want me saying anything like this but um but she was like I can't drink for I have to have 48 hours before I can come to work from like being puffy or from Hmm. being low energy. So they would drink on a Friday, but then take Saturday, Sunday, if they worked Monday, they needed 48 hours to get it to feel good. And I was like, I get that. Makes sense. And then you see some of the young kids who were just like, oh my God, I got to bed at four in the morning and it's six in the morning. I'm just like, oh God, I remember that. You're like, enjoy it. (laughs) But but yeah, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, but this is, and I think it's probably interesting for everyone who's listening. Um, Maybe not. We're just like, I forgot we were podcasting to be honest. Um, but this is like the part of our life that I think really contributes to who we are today Yeah. because we were just, like I said, these Hollywood party kids and we just so happen to maneuver our way into being around good people, breaking these bad party habits when we hit our mid twenties and we're able to evolve and start working on ourselves and grow. But I think a lot of relationships they kind of maybe don't have that. And that's where we got lucky. Mm -hmm. Like we were just friends for 14 months partying, just the stories, the debauchery, the debauchery. (laughs) And, um, and, and, and just like hanging out by the pool and getting to know each other. We knew each other as people like raw people, like no fake stuff. Like we've seen each other at our worst, our best Mm -hmm. drunk. You have those great conversations in Vegas, like these rides to (laughs) Vegas. There was nothing like packing the car. And going and to Vegas, driving. it's a four-hour drive. Yeah. And you're 22 years old. Yeah. you got all these friends. You're smoking and you're, you get there and you're getting drinks and you're going out to clubs and you're meeting people. And and so we had that. And then you and I got together for this young love, but it was still in that hype kind of thing. Yeah. We were still going to parties and like doing all this stuff. And then we kind of started around 2013 breaking away. Yep. 2014, we got into business. Yep. And that trumped like wanting to make money and be successful started trumping the being out till three in the morning. Well, yeah. And then we slowly went to, or I, I can't do this at all anymore. Yep. And then by 2015 or 16, we just never did it again. Yeah. So for the past five years, it, it's a lot of what all of you listening and watching have seen of us. Yeah. But we really started off like we met in college at a heightened level yeah. of just like the most insane Hollywood life. And I think that's why we're also grounded where we don't feel like we're missing out. It's kind of like we had our fix and we don't feel like we're missing out. Like we did it. Yeah. Like that. T- I've I got the sometimes t-shirt. You'll see like if someone maybe, and this is just a generalization. I, I, I don't know people's relationships, but I'm just making a generalization yeah. that sometimes if you get married maybe too soon and you don't, don't date other people or you don't have those college years um, and then people break up at yep. like 28 and then yep. they start then they all of a sudden are like living that crazy time right. like I think we lived such a crazy time for so many years that you're just you don't crave it no you're just like I got it out of my system it was awesome I'm happy to be here well and what's yeah what's really interesting is we truly did if you think about it we essentially grew up together you know we met only a couple years out of high school and when we had our friendship and we were getting to know each other, you saw me go through breakups. Like we dated other people, you know, like we, there was a lot of stuff where we really built the foundation of best friends, even though mm-hmm. I know we both always, there were always feelings there, just the timing didn't align. Um, but we knew each other on a different level because of that. So when we got together, there were no secrets. There was no like, oh, let's get to know like your relationship history. Like we knew everything because we were freaking best friends. And I think that really helped us, you know, long term because there's no secrets. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like, because even, even too with your, you know, first relationship or with mine, um, like our real, yeah, or you had a, a you yeah you had you had kind of two I had like one um, long relationship but um, but we we weren't surprised like the shenanigans that would irritate couples when they started finding out we were there 
Yeah. I was on oh, yeah. dates with you when you were with oh, other people, yeah. or we were double dating, or there was like just like parties going on in your apartment. Like yeah. there was no like um like we weren't surprised. Right. Like if you're like, oh I dated this guy and I'm like, I'm so jealous. I was like, Oh, I was there that night. We all drove home. I was sitting next to yep. you and him while you were making out and we were passed <laughs> out. And then like so it's like we never had any like jealousy issues. Uh-uh. We never had um we just knew everyone we dated. Yeah. Other than our high school peeps. Yeah. Which made it so much more unique too. And like you mentioned, we could have each gone in different ways because yeah. we we grew up together, but we both luckily went the same way together. We're like, ooh, let's build a future. Let's build a life. Let's grow up. Let's become better and more personally developed and go into business and figure out other ways to make money. And we just had the same ideals. And really, I, I'm always really grateful for that because some people that might not have happened, it could have, we both could have just grown in different ways. And that happens a lot in relationships. You'll hear sometimes that they'll say every, um, what is it, like seven years that people continue to grow and change, maybe even every five. And sometimes you got to continue to grow and fall in love with that new person because people are going to always change. It's just part of life. It's part of evolving. So I'm grateful we're both on the same page and because you know. well, one of us could have wanted to stick to the party phase. Yeah. You know, some people are still doing that. Yeah, I and, know. And, um, I mean, you know, do you, but it's like, um, but it's crazy that you and I just wanted the same things at the same time. I so, but I, I think it, I, I, until we actually talked about this today, I don't think I ever realized, though, that going through that, because you, you really got to think about people who meet now on like Tinder and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they're starting a relationship and they have to go through all of that. And I don't even know anymore. Like I don't even know if I was gonna if I if I was ever gonna date someone tomorrow, I don't even know what I would tell them. Uh-uh. I'd be like, I honestly could <laughs> I, I I cannot relive and explain that to you. You had to be there. <laughs> You had to be there. You should play this game with them. <laughs> like, I, I want to go to Alaska. <laughs> I was like, have you ever went? Oh, I, I can't even get into some of this stuff. Oh, um, my gosh. But, but you had to be there. And I think you and I, like, how do you explain Tuami's house with the vending machine? You don't. That's just like an aesthetic. Uh-huh. The actual events that happened at that house. They're crazy. You had to be there. I don't even know how to explain them. Um, I mean, I even jumped off of that balcony, the roof, the roof into the pool. Like, who was that? Just party. Who man. was that? Fourth of July. I was wild. <laughs> I remember our friend one time. Um, he, in the middle of the party, took a shower. <laughs> and he comes out in the party wrapped in a towel and this girl was just like oh my gosh she's like i almost i barely recognized you with your clothes on and he goes most people don't <laughs> what's really interesting we had a really funny group of friends that we would hang out with like that the whole party group ever because a lot of people were entertainers too well, th- that's the unique part. Uh-huh. Is that every? Because don't you feel like you have that that class clown in every group? Yeah. In Hollywood, the whole group is a class clown. Everyone. Every single person is a, is a class clown. So just the endless stories of the debauchery, <laughs> and um, but yeah, it was it was just a good time. But that's I think that's the best way to put it is that you almost had to be there, and it'd be hard to truly explain what those two years really were unless you were there mm-hmm. and um and you and i happened to experience that together as part of the crew because there was about six of us yep and we were we were two of the six yeah because no one else got together Mm-mm. i mean people hooked up but not like long term long term got yeah. together yeah i mean did anybody really mm out of that whole crew, maybe a couple, yep. but most people were just kind of hooking up, but we were the ones that fell in love and stayed together. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that was a crazy time. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's any other cool, like cool stories that we can share. Well, the last thing on that, that I remember, which is so funny. Cause you know, I think it's called Omegle. Mm-hmm. Well, we used to have something we would do 10 years ago called, um, chat, chat roulette. Yeah. It was, it's the same exact premise, but we would go on. We'd have so much fun. We'd all get together as a group and you just sit and talk to people 
but it's in these quick like two minute intervals and we would just have so much fun and so now that I see it's come back and it's all over TikTok I'm just like it's just funny how things recycle and come back it was literally what was it 11 years ago almost at this point Oh yeah, twenty summer twenty ten. Isn't that weird? Wait a second. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. You mean to tell me the Dirty Disney party uh-huh. that we met at uh-huh. was February of two thousand ten? Yeah. So next month is eleven, 11 years. years that we met. <laughs> that is so trippy. That's weird, man. He was just a baby. He was like one year old. So oh he was there. We were both God. there. Isn't that bizarre? Bizarre. That is so crazy. 11 years. That's a long time. And it's almost like it was in a movie. Like your, like remember Stephanie and Laura lived across the street uh-huh. or across the hall. Uh-huh. And then Gray and Jack lived next to us. Every That was the unique thing of the that group. That was so crazy. Everyone lived right next to each other. We were all neighbors. It's wild. And it made it so much fun too because you almost had that, I suppose, college feel of, oh, you know, we live next to our dorm mates or whatever it is. As soon as people started getting into serious relationships and then you had to get your life together, it all kind of just like yeah, crumbled. But that's how anything is. Yeah. You grow up. And... Because everyone was single. Everybody was had no like real job. Because even <laughs> for me, when I met you in February, um, I remember all of you were going out and I was like, oh my God, they're living like the coolest life. And I was working it out back. And then I booked those two commercials. It was oh, yeah. J.C. Penny, and it was PetSmart. Wow. And I remember I was like, I'm out because I wanted to part. I was like, I-, I can't keep coming to work, and I had enough money, but I-, I quit in April. Wow. And so once April hit, I was a free man. All I did was audition, and then wow. we just all hung out and, and, and partied. It was a, a unique time in our life, that's for sure. I'm yep. really glad we got to experience it. It was so much fun. Especially now that it was a moment in time we didn't realize either because of social. Mm-hmm. That, you know, these days it's like, you, you know, you there's cameras everywhere. And, um, yeah. a lot and of you, just, you were just like friends. Yeah. Like you just got at people's houses and people just like were like, what do you want to do? And you'd play beer pong, people would talk, and you'd make your rounds. Yep. And then you'd leave and yep. it's just what we did. We had to keep ourselves busy. We, we couldn't just like nowadays you still get enough stimulation that you could come home, leave the party early, get on your phone and be just as stimulated instead of going from Fatty to Miles to yeah. Jack to Gray to Jason to Tyler, yeah. you know, and you like hop around and you chat with people and, and that's what you're doing now on TikTok at home. And Casey <laughs> Nestat did a great thing on that. He goes... Because of social media, you're feeling that fulfillment. Mm-hmm. You don't even need to leave anymore yep. because you're being stimulated where before you were like, let's just get together. Remember we would right. just all get together and like going yeah. to Panera was yeah. the funnest thing ever. Yeah. The most fun. The most fun, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, that was a, that was such a, such a good time. It was. It was a great time though to grow and learn and just be a kid. You know, yeah. a young adult, really. I know we kind of got off topic, but to kind of wrap up, maybe we could do a quick this or that speed round. Okay. You want to do that real quick? Sure. Kind of end it on a Q&A I'm note. I'm glad that these questions, though, brought us into a couple good stories because yeah. if we just answered questions like... That's boring. Yeah. So I'm glad no uh, that. that it branched out into something cool. Speed round. What are you laughing at? My mom just texted me and said, my aunt just received the wedding invitation today. What? Wow. One month later. Wow. Hey, at least you got it. <laughs> A month later. That's crazy. Damn. Dang. You know, okay. All right. So this or that. Sleep in or rise early? Sleep in. Sleep in. I agree. We're more night owls. Yeah. I do like to get up early, but I love some sleep. All right. Read a book or watch TV? Watch TV. <laughs> I think I I do love to watch TV, but I love reading so much. So I think I'm going to do read a book. Kiss. Okay, so tonight. Uh-huh. So tonight. Uh-huh. I'm going to check on you. Please do. And I'm going to see you reading a book from 10 to midnight. You're going to read a book? Great. I will. I'm not going to do any Bridgerton. Bridgerton is done, but it was so good. Okay. 
but but really quick, Bridgerton, um, it's an eight novel series, and I actually do want to read those. So I actually purchased it on my phone. So you might see me reading on my phone. <laughs> I'll be watching Ray Donovan. <laughs> All right. Ocean or lake? Ocean. I'd have to say ocean too, for sure. Remember Close, that one? Yeah. But ocean. We went to Lake Arrowhead once, and I remember going, this is so lovely and amazing, but I was like, I think I prefer oceans more. Just oceans. Different different vibe. Uh, strength workout or cardio? Um, kind of both. Like, depends on the day. Yeah. I know strength workouts are really good, but I, I, there's nothing I love more than cardio. I love going on a nice run. Just putting my music, my headphones on, just going. You feel so free. You got that runner's high. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it all depends on the day. Sometimes I like just listening to music, taking my time and lifting weights. And then there's times that I like just like walking fast paced because I don't run because I have sciatica issues. Oh, we're going to get that fixed. I know. I got to find a chiropractor or someone. All right. Last question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Winter or summer? Summer. Summer all year round. Yes. That's why I moved to Florida. Yes. Yeah, winter I have no desire for coldness. I never have. Some people love it. Yeah. I, I mean, I like it in spurts. I think seeing the seasons is, of course, amazing. Like fall is really cool because it's not too cold yet and seeing all the leaves change and it's just so pretty. But I just, I don't think I could live in a cold climate. I mean, I could, but I probably wouldn't pick it. But I've never lived in a cold climate, so... I don't remember any of the fun times. The only thing I remember fun about the cold climate was hooking a sled up to the back of the four-wheeler and dragging your friends around. Yeah. In the back of the, like a sled with a rope and then you drive the four-wheeler. But most of the time it was just wet pant legs. It was cold cars. It was having to scrape the ice off your car. It was having to run in to um, buildings, taking off your wet stuff, not stepping in, you're getting your socks wet. Um, Like, there was way more negatives to me than the only fun I remember is, yeah, like riding a four-wheeler and hooking a slab to the back of it. Oh, my gosh. I saw snow for the first time, I think, when I was 20 or 21. And it was right before I met you. And I went skiing the first time I saw snow. And I was like, oh, this is cool. It's fun. But then I kind of got over it. And I remember I was waiting. And I sat in the snow. I didn't realize that that's just probably something you don't do. And I sat in the snow. And I got completely soaked when I left. Because I was sitting in this huge thing of snow, but you can't do that. No, no. <laughs> this little the, Florida girl. The worst girl thing know. is getting snow in your neck, like down your coat, Eesh. or having wet feet mm-hmm. is the worst. The is worst. the worst. And your jeans. It's weird that you don't see memes or anything about that. Maybe back in the day we had longer jeans. Remember your jeans used mm-hmm. to sag and you'd walk on them. Yeah. Um, so jeans are actually much higher these days. But back when I was a eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade. Our jeans would hang on the ground. Those Jinko jeans. Yeah, <laughs> I'd and love they would to see all it. fray because the salt and the oh. snow would eat them, and you would have these wet, nasty jeans that were all in the snow. Because you still wanted to look cool. Well, yeah. Where now I would just wear big ass boots, tuck my sweatpants in those boots, and go and be comfortable. <laughs> but back in the day, you still wanted to look fresh. So, if you're wearing your Jinko jeans, would you be wearing boots with those? No, just tennis shoes, tennis so they'd be shoes. soaking wet. Ah, oh, it sounds awful. It's terrible. Awful. Yeah, there's there's really no uh, you know snow blowing the driveway, shoveling. There was just <laughs> nothing good about it. Well, hey. pulling your e brake. Huh? Pulling your e brake in your car. Uh... You drive in the snow and ice. You pull your e brake, and you can like you can like drift. You, I, I even remember you could on a two lane street. If you knew how to do it well, and we did it all the time because we live in Ashtabula and there's like open space, <laughs> you could drive, pull your e-brake, and your car would, would skid and turn, and then you could drive down the other way. Oh, my god! There was this one time I was going to baseball practice, and I was coming off of, um, we lived in this allotment, and you come down Diane Drive, and I made a right on 84 and a left on Blake Road, and when I made the left on Blake Road, I decided to gun it. And pull my e-brake and I slid, but I caught a patch of ice. So I was sliding down the hill and then fell into this ditch. What? And the the coach and the team, 
I like ended up like having to call a buddy. Oh my god! And the coach went and got his jeep, and we hooked up our like rope and hooks, and he hooked into it and pulled me out. And um, but yeah, we used to pull the e-brake all the time. You just like drive around, just pull your e-brake, and and you'd like drift. Well, while you were doing that, I was going to the movie theater. (laughs) Well, we were sliding around so fun. We can do that. Next time we go to a snowy climate, I'll take you out and you'll just do e-brake. I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> but I wonder what e-brakes are. Like, where's our e-brake in our car? Things, it's all buttons. Yeah. Now. There's a, they were, like, everyone knows, like, an old car used to have a, a I know a exactly what you're talking you would, about. Yeah. And it would just, you could, when you got good at it, you could really move around. It's something <laughs> we would do for fun. I'll respectfully decline that invitation, but. <laughs> Pulling the e-brake. Well, thank you for uh, this game of. Q and A and this or that. Yeah, it was fun. It led to some really cool conversations, yeah. and um, thank you all for listening. I was just like, it's like really late, and we're just like hanging out, and I felt like it's almost like a night shift type vibe. And I think that's why the energy is different because it's just later. We've never done it this late. I feel the latest we've done it probably it was like four p.m. because of lighting purposes. Yeah, so and we're like chilling. Yeah, the Ernest is like Wednesday. We were chilling Tuesday night, just like hanging out and hanging out, baby. So I'm glad uh, you came along for the ride, and I'm gonna have to edit it up um, and see what we're gonna have from it because I want to, you know, keep our our questions because we kind of didn't do the Q and A. I know. So I'll see how I edit it, but I think people will understand. Yeah. Like I'm gonna cut out the. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll keep it. Um, we'll keep it going. We have some. We have we'll a lot of see, footage. We'll see. We'll see. Well, good chat, so, baby. Yeah, good chat. Um, thank you all so much, and uh, we will see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Right, have take, a great week. Take care, everyone. <laughs>